What's up, guys? You're listening to Talk to Transcend, a podcast that inspires individuals to go beyond their limits. Our names are Kevin Tran and Jimmy Tran. On this show, we sit down and converse with others and ourselves about the journey we're on and the lessons we've learned along the way. What's up, everyone? It's Jimmy from Talk to Transcend. You guys are watching or listening to episode four. In this episode, me and Kevin dive deep in how relationships and your environment affect you as a person. I myself dive deep into my individual relationships and how they've helped me grow as a person. And Kevin himself takes a broader aspect and tells you how he keeps people in or keeps people out. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Next episode, we're back. Morning, bro. It's nighttime, bro. It's like what 9 10 p.m. Yeah, it's 10 24 p.m. right now. And Wednesday, August, August 11th, right? 10th, I think. 10th, let me double check. That doesn't even say. All right, anyways, it's one of those days, yeah. Um, but yeah, excited for another episode. Yeah, our last one was super good, man. Yeah, and well, episode two, we haven't dropped episode three yet, but it was pretty good. The feedback mm-hmm. um, was awesome, you know, hearing from a lot of old friends yeah. and connecting with new friends. So it's it was, I don't know, it felt good. I'm excited to see the reaction to episode three. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I think that'll be a good one. And uh, if you guys don't follow us on IG, make sure you do. Um, and when Kevin hits that IG story asking for your replies... Make sure you hit them up and let them know what you guys think. Yeah, I mean, it's I, that's my favorite part yeah. is hearing how people relate to uh, the kind just of the episode. Yeah, just the episode and like the things we talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I mean, this is my first time actually like being open and talking about things and stuff, and it's very therapeutic for me. Like I said in the yeah. previous episodes, but yeah, it's, it's kind of cool because I mean, we're talking about it, we're posting it. You can't take it back. Mm-hmm. You know, so once yeah. it's out there, it's out there. Yeah. So once again, trying to be transparent as possible. I don't know. Got really got nothing to hide, and just hope people learn from our experiences, and then also for us, you know, because we're still like on this journey of kind finding of, ourselves. Yeah, self help, trying to figure it out. Exactly. So yeah, always room for growth. Mm-hmm. For sure, but uh, yeah, uh, for this episode, dude, kind of want to get into, um. How our environment, how people around us affect us. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I want to like dig into that um, because I feel like humans are like very powerful, you know, just in the way that they can influence people. That's facts. Yeah, whether it's directly or indirectly, dude. Like, I mean, that's why there's all those sayings out there, right? Like, tell me who your five closest friends are and I'll tell you who you are. Yeah. Right? Or like, and then people are always saying, you know, surround yourself with people that you want to become exactly um and uh i don't know lately i've been hearing a lot about that like how people influence you um and it's it's pretty interesting because uh a podcast i just listened to recently dude it talked about um it was jay shetty and ed milet it was jay shetty's podcast called uh purpose or on purpose something like that was this on spotify yeah it was on spotify so yeah we'll we'll link that episode um in the description and stuff but he talks about um how does he like kind of level up in life right like 
because you're already at this level what are the things you do to like change your perspective or like change your ways you know because you shouldn't stay stagnant yeah stay the same person yeah like how do you change your mindset and stuff you know because it's it's like he was talking he put it in a great perspective but like once you grow like once you're 23 and then you become 24 like 23 is gone you know so like why would you want to be the same person you were 23 at 23 was he saying those age just like 23 to 24 was he saying like i guess no, all every ages? year okay yeah every year like every year you're a different person you know and so he said the number one thing was his um his purpose right his main like signif like what was what he was like fighting for in life like basically like just like being like super specific Mm -hmm. about a certain purpose right so that was his main driving factor and then the second one um to keep him on kind of on track and stuff is who he surrounds himself with the proximity he called it um the proximity of the people he kept around him you know so proximity being like the distance right so the people dude this is fucking lit bro i'm fucking get excited talking about this but he he explains it he's like you see that thermostat on the wall right there right it's think about think about this as a thermostat your internal thermostat is and real quick if you guys think kevin just has this energy during the podcast you should see us during the day when we work from home <laughs> yeah man, it's it so could be nonstop. Fucking, that's what i said dude like we need to get some of this yeah. shit recorded so well, my can, bad i didn't mean to interrupt you oh no, you're good you're good yeah they should know about that but um so there's a thermostat on the wall let's say it's set at 74 degrees right but outside it's like 103 degrees but that never changes the temperature inside right mm-hmm. because it's kept at 74 degrees and that's your internal clock as long as you don't let the external things affect you okay right that being like television um social media right just all these other driving factors exactly that slow you down mm-hmm. exactly like it's 40 degrees but think of it like as the temperature but in our sense it's Mm -hmm. more of a percentage of our spiritual level right like our spiritual level our mental health level Mm -hmm. our fitness level right like let's say you're just whatever percentage you're at that's what that internal thing is right and Mm -hmm. so with that being said if you surround yourself with people that are um, a higher like temperature right than you the temperature starts to rise right your internal temperature yeah. because like same thing in the house like what happens when you start when you have a house party right and then a bunch of people hotter, start coming hotter. in yeah because of the temp because of all these people that you're surrounding yeah. yourself with right and the energy and so if you think about it that way that's how you kind of boost your temperature mm-hmm. right you start surrounding like you want to boost your spiritual level surround yourself with people who are spiritual at a higher spiritual level than you are right like let's say they're a 90 or 100 but you're at like a 70 or 60 you're gonna start being more spiritual just because of just because they're rubbing off on you exactly same energy Mm -hmm. exactly dude and like going to the gym right like find someone that's more fit than you right and start like start hanging out with them start keeping them in close proximity right yeah soon enough you'll be you'll probably be pretty ripped well not just ripped it's just that and that motivation to like work out right Mm -hmm. or to like learn from them like what workouts you can do and stuff like that but it he when he said that dude i was like it like a light bulb you know like just just lit up in my head yeah it just clicked like it made so much sense and it made me think about it made me go down memory lane and think about like the people i've crossed paths with right and the environments that i was put in because like that plays a huge role the environment like just think about 
you being in your house, but you leave the door open. Right, mm-hmm. that's like turning, keeping the TV on, and just watching TV all day long. Yeah, right? the temperature is going to change due to those external factors. Yeah, and so like same, but that same that same thing applies for negative people, people with like low energy or like low um, anger. Like they just spirituality, ang- yeah, levels. spirituality levels are low. Like morale's low. That's going to bring, bring you down. You You're going to go down to the low. Like I can Like that's why like people are like worried about you know like I mean I would be worried about like my kids like if I had kids you know like their teachers right what, yeah. what are my teachers like because that's important teachers are important to kids they teach them stuff you know yeah. like in, as when they're a young age where they consume a lot of things but the the most important thing is who their friends are their friends exactly and I'm pretty sure I don't know if your parents have but my mom was always like make sure you're careful who you're friends with you know and even one of my friends close mom like you know she kind of I guess adopted me almost in mm-hmm. a sense she's always like be careful who you surround yourself with. So I think yeah. what you're saying is 100% true you no. know, that all parents think about. Mm-hmm. It's like who your friends are. So if you're a parent, man, like that's that's the key thing to look out for because literally that if that's who they spend the majority of their time with, your kids, that's most more than likely who they're going to be with. Like if you look back in my life, like when I was getting into like stupid trouble and stuff like that, the people that I was hanging out with were always there, like the game yeah. that I would hang out with, you know? And like, I was like, fuck, dude, like, that's so true, man. And so it's not that you were necessarily a bad kid. You know, that was just kind of the crowd you were with. So it's yeah. like kind of you're saying their energy rubbed off on you and you started doing the things yeah. that they were doing. But I wasn't like consciously thinking about, oh, this is the group that's going to make me better. Or like, you know, whatever it may be at, at that age, I, I wasn't aware. Yeah. You right? just kind of wanted to fit in with the crowd. Exactly. It was just fit in to be in. Right. Like, and so like. This was the cool crowd at the time. Like that was mm-hmm. what was what cool was. So then I like I gravitated towards that. I wanted to be cool. Who did, what kind of kid yeah. doesn't want to be cool? You know. So then I gravitated towards that, and then and then I I and um, result I ended like how they were mm-hmm. exactly. You know. And but that's because I put myself in that situation without even knowing. You know. Yeah. If I had known better, maybe I wouldn't have hung out with that crowd. You know. Yeah. And like, there's just. It's weird as a kid though, like you don't, I don't know, you don't really know that. And I didn't know that. I was never taught that, yeah. you know? I mean, I'll say, I feel like, I want to say 99% of the kids out there, even adults now probably don't know that, you know? I feel like it's like hindsight's 2020. You're like, why the hell did I hang out with that group of people when all they did was just bring me down, mm-hmm. you know? Without even knowing it, like you said, like subconsciously, man. And it's not necessarily like their fault either, you know? That's just who mm-hmm. they are. You know, and so like, and that's who you didn't want to be, you know? So you just, you got to make sure and be conscious about who you surround yourself with, especially if you're like, whether you're young or whether you're like in your forties now, Um, if you're wanting to level up, you know, like, and you don't want to end up like those people, like, let's say you have a nine to five, right. And you go to work and then after what you go hang out with those people, you know, the, and they, they just while well, like you said water cooler talk right or they just complain about work and stuff mm-hmm. like that like then that's all it's gonna be yeah. you know versus maybe going to like a mastermind group you know putting yourself in proximity because people would like wonder like okay so how, how am I supposed to hang out with a millionaire billionaire right yeah there's things you can do it's, it doesn't have to be about money right like yeah. you don't gotta pay money to like be in a club or something like that like but you start gravitating towards people something spiritually yeah. and, I mean and with 
social media or like the internet media now, digital mm-hmm. media, you can literally put, you know, Ed Miley put it um, perfectly. You can literally put them in your ear, you know, yeah. turn on a podcast, you know, watch YouTube videos about these people giving talks and yeah. giving that, putting that energy off, right? And for and me, engulf the people you want to become. Exactly. And that's kind of what I did, dude, when I started my nine to five, if I look back at it. Yeah. Um, I was in it for two, three years. And then I like, I was like, you know, I want, I want more in life. Right. And so I started listening to every day is Saturday. So real quick, you know, when you say you wanted more, do you think there was like people around you that affected that? Like, is there anyone you can think about in particular in that time frame that might have sparked influenced up that? the influence that? I guess, spark in your mind? To be honest, no, man. I think I just, the thing is, like, I got kind of used to where, like, and I felt like I plateaued mm-hmm. and was stagnant. And, dude, my whole life, as long for as long as I can remember, I always felt like I was bound for something special. Like, I'm, I was supposed to, like, make a huge impact in this world. Like, I was bound for greatness. Yeah, for some reason, bro. Like, whatever it may be. I don't know, what, like, a superhero, whatever. Like, at least that's what I thought when I was young. Yeah. And, I mean, and I still do, you know? Like, I I want to leave this world a better place Yeah. than when I was living in it. I mean, I feel like that's kind of, you know, when you say you create visual stories to bring out the best in people, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, exactly, dude. And, I mean... That's, I found, like, that's what I enjoy doing. And, like, that's kind of my purpose, I feel like, you know. And that's that's my way. Because I thought, I, you know, at first I was like, I wanted to be famous. You know, I want to be rich as fuck. Like, that was that was how I thought I was going to be impactful in mm-hmm. the world, you know, as a kid. And then, like, now looking back at it, I found, like, not everybody has that skill, you know. And it's, it's different. Every human being. But every human being is special and unique in their own way and has something has a purpose yeah to give to the world you just got to go find that purpose mm-hmm. right and so i just kind of like i said i started listening to podcasts because i just wanted to better my mind right and like my mental state because i was just nine to five job it was getting kind of like very routine yes yeah, very routine and um what's the word for it mundane bro? yeah mundane right so then i was like man i gotta switch it up yeah so driving to work, I started listening to Everyday Saturday podcast, and that kind of like flipped my switch. And then working out, I started listening to Russ. So it was like Russ, Everyday Saturday, and then I stumbled upon Gary Vee on yeah. YouTube. So and I guess maybe briefly talk about how Russ impacted you, Everyday Sunday impacted you, and Gary V. Yeah. Sounds like Gary Vee had a bigger impact, so maybe... Just skim through Russ and uh, the podcast. I'm pretty sure they had a super yeah. impactful mm-hmm. Experience on you, but if you could just talk about that, I mean, it's just like kind of what you consume, right? Like controlling that environment of what you're in and what you're like consuming, whether it's like um, through your ear, you know, whether it's audible or visually, right? And that's what I was doing because I didn't really like at that point in my life, I kind of separated myself from like. My college, my college. Oh, your college. Yeah. Um, my kind of college friends that I was hanging out with in college. Um, not entirely, but I just like took a step back. I was like kept to myself a lot more. Why is that? To be honest, dude, I just, I had to get out of that drinking and partying. Um, because that's what they enjoy doing. And like, 
that's fun. like they were happy doing that but yeah. like for me like i said i just had that that thought in my head like man i want to be more you mm-hmm. know i want to do more and like for me i personally had to cut that off to be more you know and like that's because i felt like that was what was holding me back mm-hmm. you know and so you that's feel like I, it was killing your time like it was just energy that yeah. was misplaced somewhere else where you could have use it somewhere more productive almost yeah to in in my uh point of view right and that's how i feel because like i was like i was like man i don't have time how do i have time to do anything on my on the side right to figure things out right like i was at that point i was like dude i don't got time to like dabble into anything bro after work you know i just want to go have a beer and like chill or like on the weekends i just want weekends you go to the club yeah so like i just you know wanted to like have fun for the with the rest of my time you know and like it was all short term to me though, right? I mean, mm-hmm. dude, don't get me wrong, bro. Memories were made. I was having a, lot, a fucking hell of a lot of fun, yeah. you know. But I, I just had this like epiphany, dude, where I was like, man, I don't. This is not what I want to do. Yeah, this is not what I want to be remembered for. Yeah, you know. And so I was like, I really like took a step back, you know, and reevaluated my life. And then I was like, okay. I need to, I saw, I listened, when I listened to those things, that's when I understood of like changing, like you gotta, what's priority, right? You gotta prioritize, you know? Like if, do you really want to be something else? Then you gotta, you better start doing something else, you know? Like, cause how can you expect change if you're doing the same thing over and over again, Mm -hmm. right? So I was, I was wanting change in my life. So I had to do something different, right? And that's, that's really what happened, dude. Um, And so then I started like, keeping the proximity of certain people closer and then other proximity, I distanced myself. And that was just because of who I was trying to become, mm-hmm. you know, like that's nothing against anybody. Yeah. So do you think, well, you know, of course, naming no names, um, you know, did you have a thought process or if you can even remember back, like, you know, how did you decide who you're going to keep in your proximity and who you kind of want to distance yourself from? I mean, so, for me, it was like, all right, who's who's trying to level up in life as far as like, I didn't even know this, but like, it was like, for me at the time, it was like, okay, get more, making more money, mm-hmm. right? Um, when in, essentially I was searching for someone who was wanting to live life on their own terms, right? Like to be, to where they're not working for someone else. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was looking for. So that was one. And then two creatives you know because i was trying to get into that creative space doing video yeah. and stuff but i wasn't like i didn't even know subconsciously that's what i was wanting you know yeah. and it's, that's what i was like keeping around me mm-hmm. and then third was like health you know my physical health and so those were the three things you know and um, work like work i started noticing who i spent like time with specifically like talking about stuff after work because there was people at work that kind of like was on the same wavelength as me right yeah and so i just let it naturally become you know i was fortunate to be surrounded by these people already and those are i just those are the people that i did keep close to me and it so happened to turn out like it was it was it worked out yeah you know and so i didn't have to go out and like find you know, people are put myself in that position. Yeah. Um, indirectly, I already had those people around me, and I just had to. I just had to change the proximity of those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, do you feel like um, 
I guess that was, you know, that was probably a couple of years back. Those people that you kept close, uh, do you still have, would you say the same people in your proximity still? Or like, you know, do you feel like as you've, you know, clearly you've leveled up from then, like, yeah. do you feel like you're always kind of balancing that proximity and trying to figure who you want in, who you kind of want out? Not to make it sound like a club, right? But, mm-hmm. you know, just trying to figure out who you should surround yourself with. Yeah. I mean, it's it's been st- it's still pretty recent, so I don't think like I've like surpassed those people by any means, you know, where they're like they're not, I guess, viable to me anymore, you know. Like it's not like that, right? Yeah, it's not like no, you're like, in, I, you're out. Yeah, it's not like where like I'm like, all right, you're not you're not doing me any more better. Like, peace out. Mm-hmm. No, nah, it's it's not like that at all, dude. Like I'm. I'm still like a hundred percent with you all the way. It's just like if you hit like dude, if even if you're like I keep you, let's say a thousand miles away versus someone I keep a hundred miles away, you hit me up, I'm still gonna be there, right? Yeah, and you're so, not just like, gonna blow yeah, them off. No, nah, like, but like it's like yeah. it's like I did, I've grown closer to I would say my creative friends because like that's where like I'm going all in on you know um, as far as like video photography you know just creating content. I've definitely. Geared a lot towards, yeah, I definitely like gravitated a lot more towards that versus like maybe like like the super like business side entrepreneurial stuff, yeah, entrepreneurial stuff like that but i mean i'm still like dabbling in both yeah senses. they're still like really close to me but maybe not as close as my video and you're talking about like maybe a couple feet or so right if you're thinking about it in mm-hmm. that sense but i haven't really like change my group i um other than what i consume digitally like i said so that's that's another um i guess avenue mm-hmm. right that you can kind of control um one thing though that like people may think that that kid they can't do is like keeping the proximity like okay like so for example like let's say you grew up in a toxic environment right with like bad parents for example yeah. or like parents that just keep bringing you down like say you're like worth nothing blah 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 yada yada like you can't just very you're a kid you. yeah you're like 12 13 year teenager you can't like just leave yeah you know and like live on your own or whatever because mm-hmm. they, they they put they, a house they over here for provide. you exactly yeah. and so like my thing with that is like try to drown that out and like Try not to like be around them all the time. It's mm-hmm. it, even though they're blood, you know. You just have to control that proximity, you know. And mm-hmm. it it sucks, but tr- trust me, dude. It's for your own life, and yeah. like in the end, they'll understand. And I think that's that's kind of what's so beautiful about like you know all these different podcasts, YouTubers, like you music. Noise, you just you know like that's why I feel like kids relate to you know it's almost like a rapper. Like what I can think of is like Juice World, right? Like. He was very, he had a lot of anxiety, you know, like I feel like a lot of kids in that situation can relate to him Mm -hmm. and, you know, that allows him to kind of drown out all that negative energy. Yeah. That's, that's, that's interesting though. Like, cause to me that, I wouldn't say like that helped them level up. It helped them. Um, it did help them though. Mm -hmm. Not, not as far as like getting better. Um, it did. Right. Because they were able to relate to someone that had those same kind of issues. Yeah. Right. And they weren't the only ones. Mm-hmm. And like, that's the power of humans, right? When you can relate to someone, it makes you feel better. Yeah. Because versus like, you're alone in this world. And you feel like you have a squad behind you. Yeah. You feel like you got a squad and like, you kind of unite in a way and mm-hmm. like, you just get that energy and that keeps you going. Cause dude, there's people that I'm sure they think about like the depression that go through depression and stuff. And like, 
think have like suicide thoughts and like those kind of music helps them yeah. cope you know and so like yeah but you're exactly right like for me it was you know listening to like Gary V and Russ yeah. right um, because to be honest with you dude my mom doesn't have the best thermostat mm-hmm. right energy wise like um, she's like and it's just it's the way she was raised and stuff and I understand that you yeah. know and see where she's coming from and stuff and like she's, how she's wired yeah, she's always worried yeah exactly how she's wired and how she was raised as a kid you know mm-hmm. her environment like she is a product of her environment and so like she is pretty negative sometimes mm-hmm. you know and that's why like you see myself distance myself like I keep my proximity I, I'm very very careful like I, I even I protect my proximity with my mom you mm-hmm. know um I know like what like when I want to spend time with her and then when not to and stuff mm-hmm. just because of the way she is you know and you don't want to say something you don't want to say or mean to say yeah exactly like it's just it doesn't help anybody yeah. so like anytime I'm with her bro like I I put a wall up and like I try to like just keep calm keep mm-hmm. my cool you know because like I a lot of the things she said it's not it's not directly like because of me yeah. you know it's, she has like she's dealing with a lot from the past you know and mm-hmm. so I mean I just for me like that's that's another reason why I mean that kind of plays into why like I want to get super rich so like she didn't because that's one of yeah. the main things right she came from super poor and she was always having to worry about money mm-hmm. right and so yeah man but like that's that's an example of someone negative that you like con- that's blood like a real life example you know like mm-hmm. my mom dude that i have to like control the proximity with you know even though she's not like i'm gonna take care of her. i don't care like what it is i'm gonna take care of her yeah you know but as far as like directly like communicating with her and like all the, like uh, talking about like spending like all my time with her and stuff like that i just can't because she's dude she's like super negative like it'll be toxic for both of us mm-hmm. yeah yeah because i mean you know to be fair right people would be like how could you say something like that but to be fair you know, you're just giving your guy, you're giving your mom and yourself yeah. both a good amount of distance, you know, to where because you can only handle so much negative as well. You know, like yeah, that's I can't. What I mean, like she would have brought my kind of like positive, negative, like outlook in life down. You know, mm-hmm. I was just I was so lucky, like with my dad on the other thing, he like balanced it out. Mm-hmm. My dad is like takes the perfect balance, honestly. Yeah, it, it it sucks that it has to be like that, you know, because like I can only imagine where I'd be, you know, if I had two parents that mm-hmm. were like that, you know. But I mean, it is what it is. That's life, you know. You kind of like got to play with the cards you're dealt. With. But I mean, in a way, like I'll say, you could, I yeah, if you had two parents that were super chill, I guess it's easy to look at it and say you could be even further. But I feel like you know, with you know, having your with your mom, kind of having like a higher temperament. It allowed you to learn how to build up that wall, knowing to set your distance. Yeah, how to control that. How to like, control that. You yeah, know? It, it gave me experience. Exactly. For sure. Like, and that's, I mean. That's invaluable. Yeah. That's something that I would never, like, forget, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I, I, I empathize with her, right? Like, I have empathy for her. And that's the only reason, like, why, like, because I, if not, dude, I probably, like, would resent my mom, mm-hmm. you know, for everything that she put me through and stuff. But nah man like I understand you know keep things in perspective mm-hmm. and so uh, yeah I mean it's just been blessed dude like people humans are just so important you know and so like I don't know I'm excited like inside like, <laughs> I just fuck dude I got like goosebumps and shit talking about this but whew, it's just looking back at it like middle school who I surrounded myself with right like I was 
I was hanging out with like Asian gangsters yeah. to say, right? And like, that's kind of a who I became, you know? And yeah. I started doing bad things and like, it always was my parents who saw and they took me out, mm-hmm. you know? And so like, they took me out of like, they moved me to Texas. Cause yeah. I was like, they saw me going down a kind of a path that they weren't too excited yeah. about, right? Like that and, was bad. And being from NorCal, I feel like you see a lot of the Asian gangster stereotype up there too. Yeah. yeah. And it's just because like, that was, like I said, dude, like as a kid, you know, and like that's what also kept you safe, mm-hmm. right? Like being a part of a game. Yeah, you wouldn't get like jumped and stuff. If you got jumped, you had protection. Like yeah. that was just kind of like survival. And so after that, moved here and I was, I was still a product of my environment. Don't get me wrong. And so I gravitated towards the same kind of people over here, right? And so I, I ended up, it took me a while, you know, like maybe a few years in high school. And then I ended up finding like kind of a similar group, right? Mm-hmm. Um and then I started going down that like path again, like that kind of bad path for me. And it was like, it, yeah, it's just, and it's not, it's probably just the way my, my personality is going like with that group. It was just bad for me. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up like doing, just, yeah, getting into trouble, getting into like stupid trouble and stuff. And then I had to get out of that again. And then college, right. I was put into another group, mm-hmm. but it looks like it's about time for to run out, but I mean, we'll just continue or take a quick break. And yeah, we'll take a quick break. Just to reset the cameras, we'll yeah. be right back. Yeah. All right. back so running it back i think we left off where you were in college yeah so college college was better for me i was actually um leveling up right mm-hmm. i ended up um so when i like kind of distanced myself from that um high, high school early first year of college group i kind of went into like my own little bubble but i was still like playing flag football and then i crossed paths with um still a good friend of mine now um, I don't want to name drop or anything, but I uh, crossed paths with a good friend of mine. Now ended up bringing me, like, taking me in to their to Almost his like group a of friends. Bigger brother, to yeah, Laurel. yeah. And so he ended up bringing me into that group, dude. And I'm so grateful, dude. Like, it's that literally was like a big turning point in my life, right? Yeah. And so surrounding me with like a, a little bit of an older crowd, right? And more mature, you think? Or yeah, yeah, definitely more mature, more mature and okay. stuff. Like they were like uh, a little further along their life than. Um, who I was hanging out with. Mm-hmm. And so like, they just showed me a different side of life. Right. And like, they were, they were like, they were enjoying their life, like partying and stuff, but they were still like going after it, like do, getting their shit, you know, mm-hmm. um, and doing, doing their things. So then that happened. And then college, me being a computer science engineer, I was, I was surrounded by like more like, I guess you would say just really quickly, nerdy people. Yeah, you think? nerds, but dude, they're cool. That's yeah. fine, bro. Like I, I love them, dude. Like, yeah. if, and honestly, if it wasn't for them, they definitely like kept me grounded mm-hmm. in a way because they like, dude, they were the total opposite of yeah. who I hung out with outside of school, you know. But inside of school, bro, they've helped me so much, like yeah. with schoolwork, like like it literally, like I think 
their brain power, you know, their smartness, super intelligent people yeah. rubbed off on me, you know, and like, I don't know, I just, I love it, dude. I, I, w- I can name all of them, <laughs> you know, it's just, they've all made an impact in my life. Yeah. And for sure, like, I, I'm grateful for them every day. Um, and so I was like involved in both two, those two groups, you know, those were who I was kind of keeping in my close proximity. And so I was leveling up like computer science wise and I was leveling up like just outside like street book, you mm-hmm. know, um, books or street smarts wise. And so that happened. And that was basically what I took all the way through um, college until I graduated um, and got my first job. Mm-hmm. And I, and they're still like that group is still the older group is still who I so I talk to yeah I talk to you know yeah and then like keep in touch with all the time and but the proximity I mean everyone's kind of like gone off in their own life and stuff done their own things yeah. started their own path yeah. yeah and that's when I kind of like shifted gears a little yeah with my mindset and the stuff mm-hmm. I've been listening to and stuff but man I still enjoy catching up with them and like like who they were I guess in the past doesn't mean who they are now right so like the, that doesn't mean like we would grow closer in proximity or not. It's yeah. just depending, you know? Cause they're still probably leveling up in their own ways too. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. Bro. Just in a different like sector. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of how people have shaped my life, bro. Yeah. And it's dude, if not a hundred, if not like, it's like at least 80, 90% of, like, of it. Yeah. And like, um, outside of that like the environment what I'm listening to what I'm like consuming Mm -hmm. as far as like just me personally that's played a huge role too dude man shit it seems like you know from you know middle school till your first job you know the people that you surround yourself with like you know as a kid you kind of started down the wrong path but as you got older and older like you know I don't I don't know exactly what it was in your brain that made that click for you but you somehow went towards the right path yeah because you know, gravitating towards like the right people and i don't i think it was the fuck-ups i've had right and like dude my dad it was it's definitely my parents like mm-hmm. that always like kind of grounded me, you yeah grounded me kept me back on track bro so like all power to them man mm-hmm. like dude if i had a kid that was like me i don't know man i don't know yeah to be honest like i don't know how i would have handled it bro and like they just always kind of nudged me back, right? And my dad always, like, said, like... Make sure you... Got, you he, he said, you got three strikes, son. <laughs> That's what he told me in life. Like, you got three strikes before I just drop you. Mm-hmm. Like, everything cut you off, you know? And, like, it, I, I had my second strike. Yeah. And that was when, like... It I was think, a wake-up call. That, yeah, that was kind of the wake-up call. And then that's when I, like, I found my kind of, like, big brother that took me in and, like, mm-hmm. introduced me to all his friends. Man. Yeah, and it's just, whew, got chills talking about it, you know, yeah. emotional and shit. But, yeah, bro. And then, like, it's crazy because, like, those middle school and high school, like, high school friends, those people from those groups, like, there there are people now that I actually, like, reconnected with. Um, yeah, I mean, mathematical, bro. Yeah, bro. Like Fifth in, grade, right? Yeah. Yeah, he still hooks up with the beats. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, dude, he said he has, like, a vault full, man, yeah. but his shit is dope. And I think he just, he actually just produced, um... An artist's album. Damn, that's yeah. legit. It's a her name's Talia Talia Brown or Talia Brown. Yeah, we'll link we'll link her Spotify yeah, album. Yeah, out. yeah, it's it's a vibe, bro. I love it. Yeah, yeah, dude. Especially like if you like chill hop. Yeah, yeah, this shit is nice. Nice. Yeah, shout out to Andrew with medical. <clears throat> but yeah, dude, what about you, man? How have 
your environment and people have impacted you? Man, so I'll say for myself, I mean, I feel like you know me and I'll say most people probably know me as like the more reserved person, like. Bro, that's how I thought you were. Like, I thought, yeah, no, like up until fuck, college, bro. Yeah. You know, I, that's, I just thought you were quiet until I stumbled upon your YouTube. And I was like, this ain't Jimmy. It wasn't until I was in college you stumbled upon? No, no, no. Um, you were, you were me, in college. Me in okay, college, because yeah. that means you were in high school. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I fucking, I stumbled upon your YouTube and I was like, dude, this ain't the, this ain't the <laughs> Jimmy that I see at family reunions, you know, yeah. when we get together in Houston. Like, I was like, no way, bro. Like, yeah. you, you were so quiet. Why, why was that? I think it's just the nature of how I am, man. Yeah. Like, I don't know exactly why I'm so reserved into myself. Like, I honestly, like, do think of it sometimes more as a con than a pro. You know, sometimes I wish I could just really be more out. out there. Yeah, yeah. But it's just so natural for me to kind of stick to my roots, like, stick to myself and, like, not really, like, go out there and, like, be super extroverted. Yeah, because you're, dude... You're not like even even now I think like it's still that same you still have that same kind of vibe right yeah like you in real life versus seeing you on TikTok I was like <laughs> I was like very Bro, different dude it's so different yeah. but that's that's awesome though it's like you flip a switch yeah I, don't know, I think that's that's cool to have yeah so I guess with that being said you know like I don't know why that was I guess my demeanor but you know it's just somehow I was always just you, kind of more you quiet. think of your parents. I think that could be all right because yeah, both your parents were just yeah they were also quiet themselves i was an only child so it wasn't like i was fighting or like fighting over stuff with a younger or older sibling mm-hmm. so you know it's just always me to myself mm-hmm. um so i was used to that growing up um and i'll say man like thinking back as early as i can i think when i first started to get really impacted was probably my parents i'll say um, I think just having them not really like be a super helicopter parent, yeah. even as an early age, mm-hmm. helped me just kind of grow into who I am now. Um, you know, like I was lucky enough for them to like be able to buy me sneakers, um, probably like at five or six. So, like I said, I think that's where my love for sneakers even began. Mm-hmm. You know, watching uh having my dad watch basketball, you know, in our apartment in Santa Clara. Like, I remember watching those games and, like, yeah. wearing his, like, Our dad's a big sport. Yeah, they were super big in the sports, yeah. man. Hell yeah, man. And yeah. they were pretty stylish for, the, yeah. for, like... If you look back at those pictures, like... <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, they were, like, those jumpsuits and stuff. Yeah. Windbreakers and shit. Yeah. But, you know, like, I think my love for all that really stemmed from my parents. And then... I guess so. I moved to Texas pretty early on, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't. I honestly don't remember too much of California. In California, you know. So like, as far as like the people and stuff, yeah. So as far as the people, the environment, like it had to shape me somehow, but I'm not 100 percent sure how. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until I moved to Texas, which is where most of my mom's side of the family was. So I feel like for my early ad- adolescent age, that's who I primarily surrounded myself with, um, and then. Luckily, I was able to go to, uh, or I went to a school district called A-Leaf, mm-hmm. you know, which is the shirt I'm wearing. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like an inner city school district. Um, 
all minorities, like Nigerians, like Hispanic people, Asian people, mm-hmm. uh, pri- primarily Vietnamese. Okay. Um, it's very different from my environment over here. Yeah, so it's very different from being up here. And like, I think even being up here now, like I still get experiences that kind of blow my mind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I think just growing up in that school district, you know, like I don't know what it was, but I did gravitate towards, I guess, like the cool kids, kind of like how you did, mm-hmm. you know. Like I said, dude, at that age, why? Who wouldn't want to be cool? Yeah, you, know? you just want to be cool, you know. Yeah. And it was interesting because, like, I can strictly remember, like, I feel like I've always had two groups of friends in high school, middle school, yeah, re- like really middle school and high school, where I had like my asian friend group Mm -hmm. you know we were all like kind of nerdy you know we went to school dances and stuff like that and then i had my like hispanic and black friends who were you know like we're 13 14 but you know they're they're kind of getting into bad things themselves um but for some reason myself like even though i was friends with them like i just never felt comfortable with getting into like the really nitty gritty bad yeah. stuff, and like I said, I, I don't that's know crazy. why. Yeah, you know, like, well, you did have that other group though. I didn't have the other group. That's what I mean. That that might have kept you grounded, and, and your parents. So like you said your parents weren't helicopter where you're like had to rebel or anything. Yeah. you know. But that's that's interesting though. Like that you were like kind of walking this like slack line, like mm-hmm. balancing, right? Like not too nerdy, not too bad though. Just kind of in between. Yeah, okay. you know. Um. So then moving on to high school. Um, I think I still kept that same type of friend group. I think this is when I kind of drifted on more to like having, um, or I guess sticking with like the African American or like the black African American yeah. Hispanic crowd. Um, you know, and that's when I kind of really developed my love for, I guess, like dressing up in a streetwear sense, mm-hmm. listening to hip hop, rap. Um, man, I don't know, like, like I said, like, if you ever go back to A-Leaf, like, there's just, like, this sense of, like... Culture there? I don't want to... I don't know if it's even culture, but, like, it just seems like everyone is coming from, like, nothing. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to make something from for themselves. Yeah, I see that a lot. I mean, if you look... Honestly, like, look at, like, music and sports, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there's a good handful of people, like, a good, good number of people that come from A-Leaf. Yeah. And I just... That makes a lot of sense, though. You know, like yeah. you said, they come from nothing, and like, there's all there's always that like energy of like to go to grind and go get it. Mm-hmm. Damn. So let's say, I, yeah, I guess that's how my community, mm-hmm. I guess, or environment affected me in a sense where it was like, you know, I felt so blessed to go to UT, even though like it seemed like such a crazy idea. I know for like it's just another college, right? But it was like, nah. bro, we're coming from here to. Yeah almost like the big leagues like it, yeah you should like the number real. one school right yeah and so like for you to do that coming from a league but there's probably people that don't even go to college mm-hmm. that graduate high school you know so that, that's yeah. a huge like for me and that's another thing though like what what got you influenced to go to ut or like to wanting to like do that like my thing is like what like because that's like community going, college or like just like what's, what was pushing you to go to wanting to level up educationally to level up educationally. Yeah, because like, I feel like, I feel like just outside looking in, right? I feel like a lot of people in A-Leaf, like that wasn't there. Like, oh, I'm going to go be smart as fuck. Mm-hmm. Right? At least for the majority, you know? 
and that, that's just from my perspective look like you see looking into Ailey mm-hmm. so like what how do you what do you feel like made you want to be like man I'm, I'm gonna go to like UT get into engineering school you know and like fucking graduate with that I think honestly just you know my parents you know like it's not that they pushed me to be not a specific didn't. degree but yeah. you know like they did always want more from me want me to do better so there's that aspect of my parents you know i feel like i barely skimmed over that and that has even more of an impact yeah. um my friend group as well right like i said like i hung out with two crowds yeah. there was one crowd where clearly they were all gonna go mm-hmm. to college and there was one crowd where you know that probably you know that, that wasn't the case for them um you know it doesn't make them any less but that's just not the path they decided to go on yeah um so it's like i, I feel like I had a balance of both sides. Like I never was too much one side, too much the other side. Cause like, I felt like you did good in school, right? Mm-hmm. You did well in school. Then you also had that other side that I felt like pushed you to do the YouTube, mm-hmm. um, get into streetwear culture and find your love for shoes and stuff. Yeah. And I think with the, with the YouTube, I really credit that a lot to probably my parents. For you me. know, probably the fact that it's like I said, like, there's something about not having a helicopter parent. I feel like that. Oh, it yeah, can. Right. You can just kind of do whatever you want to do. Freedom, yeah. You and I. I was already the kid where I was like, I'm not going to be a bad kid, and you know, like I'm not going to go out and smoke hella pot, you know, and do yeah. get into super bad shit. Uh-huh. Um, so for some reason, I just gravitated towards doing YouTube. You know. Yeah, you just had like kind of freedom, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because like for me, dude, I was like hardcore into gaming, but my parents were like get the fuck off the computer you know like yeah. why are you playing games all the time and stuff like that like that, that ain't gonna get you shit yeah you know versus you like like for example like imagine if i was like recording myself doing youtube and stuff right like they could have been like like what are you doing recording videos and stuff like that yeah. you look down like you know it's just like because they're always like in my thing trying to like get me to do the right what they think is right you mm-hmm. know and so that makes a lot of sense yeah you. okay but i'll probably say for like my parents they probably didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. You're like, he's just recording himself, like showing off his shoes. Bro, or that early on, yeah. Like you just, it was weird, you know? Mm -hmm. And then now it's okay. Yeah. Like parents are okay with it, you know? But I'm just saying like, that's, I think that's awesome that, cause I know we're talking about like how people directly impacted you, but they indirectly allowed you, right? Which impacted. Yeah. Which impacted, yeah. Giving you like that freedom to explore and like just be you. Mm -hmm. It allowed you to be, you yeah your authentic self dude man i'll say like out of the family like at an early age and probably definitely i think really starting in high school like and even now you know like out of everyone in our family like you and kelly have always had like an impact on me you think so i mean i know it's we've always tried to like talk to you like because we felt the closest to you even though you were like pretty reserved Mm -hmm. but it was just because like we both came from california and like you're always quiet so like we just wanted to talk to you you know Mm -hmm. like just be close to you but i didn't know like that you you felt like that about us you know and that yeah that's cool to hear no yeah i think i always like it was almost like i looked up to you guys you know what i mean shit from like then till now you know i i was you went down on your own path man you know and like that to me was like i was like i was hindsight like damn like yeah motivated by you you know you're doing your shit like even now you know yeah looking well, I mean, back at it i'm on my own path but i didn't get on that path by myself you know like, mm-hmm. there was so many other people that helped along the way you know and yeah. i'm trying to like 
dive deeper into like the exact individuals because I feel like everything I've been saying is so broad. Yeah. You know, so I think I'll briefly talk about, you know, you and Kelly. Kelly's Kevin's younger brother. Um, you know, I think you, I feel like I've always been able to talk to you in like a, like a spiritual way. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, well, more like, I feel like you're always more open to me. Mm-hmm. Um, because like you just felt like you could talk without being like not necessarily judge but like I just felt the energy right yeah. and when the energy the is the same yeah. like you're more willing to like just kind of open up yeah. especially coming from a reserved person mm-hmm. like I'm more reluctant to yeah um, but yeah like I'll say like I mean we probably didn't talk super deep until maybe up to college um, you know probably text like how are you doing here and there but like what I specifically remember is like I would call you when everything was going on with my mom mm-hmm. and I still have a screenshot of like when we were FaceTiming. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I would, th- at that time I was probably ranching to both you and Kelly, mm-hmm. you know, like it felt like at that time, like you guys were probably one of them, like up there with the big support systems, you know, and just helping me get through that. Yeah. Um, so I feel like in the hindsight, you guys have always been kind of like a support system, kind of like inspiring figure, um, and I feel like now, right, like I've been able to shape how you guys affect me individually. Like, I feel like you really helped me level up in the sense of like spirituality, like thinking about what I want to do, purpose. you know, perp- trying to find my, like my purpose in life. Yeah. And then Kelly, on the other hand, is like pushing me, like still also mentally. Cause like, right. He, he wants to get like the, the dog out of me. Right. Yeah. Like pushing me competitive which i don't think is a bad thing right because mm, like no. i think everyone does need that competitive competitiveness that toughness that, that toughness skin. yeah um and he's also like helped me kind of level up um just physically yeah. you know like just working out with kelly it's like you said like if you're gonna work out with someone that knows more than you is more fit like you know that energy is gonna rub off on you and you're gonna want to ma- try to match them yeah exactly um yeah, so I'd say that's how probably you and Kelly have. That's crazy, bro. Like, I mean, I know that's what I said, like, I'm trying to do, but it, every time I hear someone say that about me, I'm just like, no, like, no way, you know? Like, it's just surreal to me. Like, like you're basically calling me, like, a hero, you know? Yeah. Like, in a sense. And I just, I don't know, man. It's just, it, it hits me in the feels, dude. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate you, like, opening up and telling me that because it makes me feel really good. Yeah, man. You know? And, like, that just, that just goes into, like, kind of... Um, me right now i'm like trying to learn how to be blissful Mm -hmm. right like enjoy the moment yes exactly enjoy my like successes and Mm -hmm. stuff right because like back like i was always like anytime i do something good or like someone tell me something oh cool like thanks you know like and then keep going right because like that was just how i felt like i was like getting my stuff i didn't realize this until like i watched something recently and Mm -hmm. it put it into perspective but like fucking it it's okay to you, you're supposed to celebrate your successes you know yeah. but th- there's a balance right like you don't want to be like too much over celebrating it because then that's what people think they celebrate it. they're like okay i'm not i'm not gonna be hungry anymore right mm-hmm. for the next thing but like ed put it in a fu- in a funny analogy ed Milet again this podcast, podcast yeah that i recently listened to it just blew your mind bro it just <laughs> man it's 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 crazy you know like yeah like i said i, I listen to everything with like intent mm-hmm. and so just trying to take that in and like enjoying it and because if something when you eat something this is what he said when his it's because his wife did something but like when you eat something and you actually like 
enjoy it, right? And it tastes good. Do you not want another bite? Yeah. It's like going to your soul almost. Yeah. And, but do you, and of course you want another bite. You want to keep eating it. Same thing with success, success, right? Mm -hmm. If you enjoy your success and celebrate it a little bit, it's that dopamine and stuff and it gets you pumped and you're like, man, I want to do more. I want more success. Like, let's go. It's going to keep on going. Exactly. So I think he's saying like how people have it in reverse. Yeah, and think like, oh no, like I can't. I don't want to celebrate too much because I want to keep going. I want to still have that. But hunger. there's nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. To celebrate. I still want to still have that hunger, right? Yeah. But if you eat something good, you want to eat more. Yeah. So he's like, and I was like, damn, he like that changed my perspective on that. Yeah. But yeah, all right, like so, bringing it back. Who else has influenced you? You know, talk about me and Kelly. So um, you, you know, of course, you and Kelly. Um, man, I don't know. Like, you guys have were probably the earliest because California, but you know, moving on to other people. Um, I'll say like I feel like there's different chunks of people um, that I really think inspire me in different ways so Mm -hmm. I'll talk about like in college I feel like I you know I joined a fraternity so I went to a lot of different functions I met a lot of different people but I feel like the people that really inspired me the most so happened to be people from the fraternity Mm -hmm. Um, not the sense that like we partied hard you know like we got hella like messed up one night yeah. and stuff like yeah, see, that. that. That's like that's kind of what people see, right? Mm-hmm. Or what people think of when they think of sorority fraternities, just partying, right? But yeah. I feel like I've seen the side where there's like the network side, right, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So like I feel like that's what you're kind of going yeah. towards right now. Yeah. So I'll say there's uh there's three guys I want to call out and not call out, but like mention in yeah. particular. Um, so. One of them is just one of like I guess I would say like the older bro that mm-hmm. was in the fraternity. Yeah. His name is Justin. Um, he went to UT doing like RTF, you know, super against the norm. Like, so RTF is like radio, television, and film. Oh, okay. Um, and he was trying to pursue like videography, you know, and like almost like living the dream. Like I wish I could have lived the traditional, but like he's doing it like tradition, like going to that school right? he was going so, to school and stuff like that and, you know, and i'm pretty sure if you ask him he'll probably, he'll probably say like i didn't need to go to school um but to me he is like honestly one of the probably like, his humbleness has like almost helped humbled me mm-hmm. you don't have to say like i was super cocky or anything yeah. but like just seeing like his drive and like him working towards his goals and visions like to you know to say the least like when he graduated college like he was kind of struggling to find a job mm-hmm. pertaining to his degree but you know, I think before COVID and everything happened, like he got hired on to like help film the Grammys. What? Yeah. That's crazy. You know, so he was doing like Astroworld Fest, like Damn, like, bro. Talk about living the dream. Yeah, you know. And like when it was like when like it looked like all like hope was like mm-hmm. he was like, you know, the light was like dimming and stuff. Like he just ate at it. Man, that's another story. Yeah. To tell that okay. Um another one is bow so he's like my pledge bro and okay he's someone that when i when everything was going on like he's just always kind of been like that family figure um just kind of providing that like moral support um and it's just crazy because like when i see him and his family like his he has a family of like 20 cousins or like and they always do shit together man that's badass dude you i don't know, know like, like just something about that that i really enjoyed because we kind of did that yeah um to a certain extent you know and 
damn i just i just i don't know it feels like when the gang gets together like you can all like go do it's like the together. energy right mm-hmm. the squad you know yeah. like and your blood mm-hmm. yeah. exactly you know, it's just straight blood so seeing him and how he goes about his family business like it's inspiring to me because it makes me want to have a big family of my own. Not to say that we don't have a big family, mm-hmm. but like you have your own. I wanna, you, grew, you were an only child. I was an only child, you know. So yeah. seeing him have that type of bond, I'm yeah. just like, that's the type of shit I want to have with everyone, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then the last guy I want to mention is uh, David. So he's the one who did the Boba Republic. Okay, yeah. Um, and he was, I guess, considered like my pledge captain. So kind of like. I guess like the bigger brother uh-huh. type of sense. Okay. And his uh I don't know, like it's just his drive, his determination, like mm-hmm. you know, besides like you and Kelly, um, man, like his work ethic is just unreal, bro. Like Damn. like the shit he tells me, like like you know, like not that he tells me to try to showboat, but like he just I'm asking him like, Oh, like what's your schedule like? And he'll tell me his schedule, I'm like, Damn. That's, Do you- so like with these guys, like did you, do you feel like you controlled that proximity or it's just kind of like destiny, like kind of fate, it kind of happened. I think kind of fate and proximity, right? Like I think. Oh, like because because you were who you spent like time with, right? Mm-hmm. And I think me, right? Like I'm, I'm not. It's like you, right? Like I wasn't ever like shutting people out, like even being an introvert. Like I'm like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk to you. I'm did not you gonna know at the time? With you, because this is in college, right? Did you know at the time like how? surrounding yourself with these certain people like have you had that like click yet how they would shape me yeah probably not man it wasn't you know like it wasn't until like i look back at it even now you know i'm like those guys were pretty damn impactful yeah i mean it's funny we were just talking about said it recently like heard it too man i don't know everything's just been like conspiring right the universe conspiring (laughs) everything i listen to like it's like all connects but it's like saying how you can't connect the dots looking forward mm-hmm. right you can only connect the dots looking, looking backwards back. yeah and like that's exactly what you're kind of saying now right? yeah like looking back at it now you can put you kind of like like oh you know like i like, see how oh, i shaped. see how they helped shape me as an individual and help me level yeah. up in that sense yeah all right real quick dude we gotta take a quick break again sounds but good once we get back maybe wrap you up and then wrap up this episode yeah hope you guys enjoyed the beat all right Welcome back, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed the beat. I know every time you play some rhythmical, bro, I'm always feeling the vibes. Awesome. All right, so just kind of catching you guys back up from the break. Jimmy just got done talking about... I mean, I enjoyed that you said that, but just talking about how his fraternity brothers, um, his kind of... Helped shape, helped me level up as well. Yeah, and like because of the current like i wouldn't say mo but like what people visualize when they think about fraternities and sororities is like party mm-hmm. and like get you know just get like, messed up get messed up party wild like that's all they see yeah right? but like 
how it's had a positive impact on you. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. So after college, was there anyone else? So after college, yeah. There's definitely a couple more. And like, I feel bad even just mentioning like Names. such little people because uh-huh. I feel like there's so many people that there is. That's why I was kind of like grouping them. Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, and just because I'm caught those three people, like there was a shit ton of people yeah. that helped lifted me up and leveled me up in some yeah. way or another. But I mean, I, I, yeah. And you're just calling these people out specifically and then like kind of naming like what they kind of did for you, mm-hmm. you know, that, but that by no means means that that was it. Yeah. Like you exactly. Yeah. But man, um, I'll say, so I feel like I talked about how my family, you and Kelly helped me level up. Um, my fraternity brothers from college. And then I'll probably say, and then I talked about my parents briefly. Um, and I'll probably say the last two are my girlfriend and then uh, my best friend, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Um, man, it's like, I guess they help level me up in different ways. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like with Leilani, my girlfriend, she helps level me up in the sense where like, she keeps me grounded you know she keeps me almost like level-headed like she's not afraid to call me out on my bullshit you know like um i'm glad i'm thankful that i have a girlfriend like i can have deeper conversations with rather than like you know of course we'll ask each other like how was your day you know because you you want to hear about the other person's day but you know we're not afraid to to dab into like deeper conversations talk about life i mean that's i feel like that's how every partner should mm-hmm. be right like because that talk about proximity that person is like the in closest your proximity. Yes, exactly that person is like the other half of you yeah. you know in a, in a way and so that person is probably like a big key role you know if, if you're if you're in a relationship yeah you know but if you're single then okay yeah different mm-hmm. story but if you're in a relationship yeah that person is gonna like it it really kind of like shapes who you are for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I'll probably say, so we met kind of in the middle when, so we met a little bit before, like when my, both my parents got sick, um, you know, just seeing how she handled it, like her, humil- her humility and like, just like helping, you know, dropping everything herself to take care of me mm-hmm. for my well being. Um, you know, like I said, like, I can only connect the dots now, you know, at the time, like I couldn't, it was just like, I'm oh, yeah. getting help from everywhere, yeah. you know, but now I look back, it's like, Damn. that was a big source of me getting through all that, mm-hmm. you know? And like, I think what I got from that directly is like, is like how much someone is willing to sacrifice their own well being So you can be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, That's awesome, dude. Yeah. So I'll say, that was like one of the biggest things with Leilani. Um, and then even just now, you know, like you, like you talk to your crazy stuff about Ian and I talked to Leilani about my crazy stuff and you can only I handle feel, so much, yeah. but they're like, I feel good and bad. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. For our significant others, man. Yeah. Because we'd be talking about some crazy ass shit. So, and when I say crazy, I mean like, you know, the whole idea of like what we're trying to do in the future, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot to hand for one person. Yeah. They'll be like, whoa. Yeah, like no, take it a is step a lot. Back. And then for them, they're like a sounding board for us, mm-hmm. you know. Like, not necessarily are like they're like on the same wavelength, you know. But like they're going through stuff too, you mm-hmm. know. But like we're just like 
and especially like they're not like trying to do the same thing as we are like it's it's different it is different you know and, and there are significant others so like yes they are willing to listen but we gotta take into consideration like how much we give them because you brought up like the capacity you know mm-hmm. thing and like that's exactly true like there's a balance you know yeah. like that's why that's why like it's it shouldn't be like dependent on your significant other you know and mm-hmm. so i'm glad i have you that's all yeah. i'll say bro. no for real bro yeah but you know so talk briefly just now about lilani and then the last person i'll bring up um just real quick is my best friend jimmy um so i met him in high school my freshman year we had PE together we have the same exact name we were like who the hell are you like <laughs> didn't they mess you guys up in your yearbook or something yeah so the the story with that is like jimmy was never in a yearbook until our senior year it's because they like they thought they printed your name twice yeah they thought it was like some typo or something yeah. that's fucking <laughs> um but yeah man from from freshman year we we just hit off as like really close friends you know like in our senior yearbook we have a uh, we you know they have like those awards like and we have like best bromance yeah um, so there's a picture of us in there together. Nice. And, you know, I guess it wasn't until recently where I really felt spiritually connected with Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say like up until college, you know, like, you know, we just had like a normal best friend relationship. We were close with each other, you know, like we had our on and off moments. I'll say like even in college, like because I went to Austin, like we kind of drifted away a little, you know, and that's mm-hmm. primarily my fault. You know, just because, like, I drifted away, you know, like, I was busy with school. But that doesn't mean, like I said, it's just different points in your life. Yeah. Right? And, like, true true friends, they'll always be there. Like, it's yeah. like, like as if it was, like, if you're busy, you're busy. Like, they, yeah. they will understand that, bro. Yeah. Like, at that point, like, what point you're in your life, you know? Yeah. That doesn't mean, like, man, no, fuck that. He wasn't there at this time. Like, that's it. Yeah. Right? Or, like, she wasn't there at this time. Like, that's it. Like, yeah. I'm done. Like, even if you're that kind of person, you need to reevaluate that. <laughs> For real, like, cause that even speaking facts, yeah, bro. Like, that's not, that's not how it should be, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Why are you, like, what did, like, just because they're, they don't, they're not like spending time with you, they they got something going mm-hmm. on there, or they're trying to do something else yeah. in their life, you know? Like, if anything, just support that, and then, yeah. who knows down the road, you guys cross paths again, or like you guys reconnect, and whatever they're doing in the office, it might help you, you know, mm-hmm. in a way. Like, you just never know, and it, it's like it's not. Don't take it personally yeah you know like that's the problem i think mm-hmm. but but yeah and i'll say like i don't to me i feel like jimmy never felt like that i just think we did drift away pretty bad yeah. but i think what you know what made him who he is to me now was uh you know going back to like when my mom first got sick like yeah. man like dude he was he was like my right hand man bro like there was for like the level of giving that guy is like there was this day where I was supposed to go from Houston to Austin um, and I was supposed to take a bus. Like I was taking the mega bus like twice a week to come back, you know, go back to school. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a Monday where I was supposed to go back up to Austin and my bus was like at four, you know, I was with my mom and like, I have to leave like maybe like 30 minutes from the hospital to get to the bus stop. And I just I wanted to spend like just 30 minutes an hour more with her and Jimmy Jimmy told me he was like fuck the bus ticket I'll drive you up to Austin drop you off then go back home yeah you know so you know for to me like him just driving me up two and a half hours so I could spend another hour with my mom 
and dropping me off at my apartment then driving back home in the middle of the night like that's crazy bro like, yeah so that, that's a friend that yeah now i see why yeah. you are the way you are with him the relationship you guys have and that's just like one of like to me that's like one of the smaller things that he did wow you know like just during all that so mm-hmm. i feel like that really helps solidify our relationship um and then just our like i guess love for each other and it wasn't until recently where uh, i guess spiritually i guess like what we're trying to do in the future like i won't i won't drop his business because i don't i don't yeah. know if he feels comfortable dropping all that yet yeah. but man we just had a call one day while i was driving home from work and i think he was driving home and almost kind of like how me and you connected spiritually mm-hmm. in a sense like just had like an epiphany it just, we had an epiphany almost and i think from that moment till now like i i still remember i was on 20 about to pass a bone like it's just so vivid i don't know why i remember that exact phone call but i do um and man like you know like i love jimmy um there's no buts like clearly like we don't always like agree with each other in every sense but yeah man that guy has helped me leveled up on a lot of different levels um you know and like everyone else like that i've name dropped or talked about like and everyone else i didn't name drop like it's like you say bro like i just look back and i'm like so thankful for every single person that's come across my life because it's it's like you said bro like i probably wouldn't be jack shit without the people that were behind me helping me pave that way. i mean of course like i have my individual but it's just but like it's you are a product of your environment mm -hmm. right and like everyone that you've crossed paths with has made you who you are today you know, I don't care like, like how insignificant it was, you know, mm-hmm. there was something like, for example, the person that interviewed you for Lockheed that hired you on, mm-hmm. right? If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have the job. Exactly. Right. Or you, if it wasn't for them seeing that, oh, this guy is actually, this guy may be, you know, significant to our company or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I see potential in him, right? If they didn't believe have that belief in you, you know, they are the one who put you in that position, you know, and like kind of made that happen. And like, it's just stuff like that, right? Every single person, you know, I mean, I mean, that's, and that's small. Like just think about the teams that draft, the team that drafted Michael Jordan, right? There was a whole squad. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just like things that are like that or like even like, let's say whoever decided to put like, to sign Russ, right? Mm-hmm. Like, who knew he, they were going to be this big person, but they saw yeah. your potential, they signed you, and, like, even though that person doesn't feel that was their purpose, though, bro, they signed this magnificent rapper, you know, like, yeah. this amazing rapper. Like, it's just, dude, it's just every human, like I said, has a purpose, Yeah, you know? Um, they just got to find it, you know? Every human has two, three, four special skills that that they have inside and of them. they can tap into. Mm-hmm. They just got to find it and tap into it, man. Like, it... Because a lot of people get it mixed up with, like, wanting to do the cool thing, right? Mm-hmm. Or, like, what's in, you know? Versus, like, finding what they're good at. Yeah. You know? And so, that's, I mean, I think that's a good way to wrap up this podcast, bro. Like, we talked about, you talked about, like, direct relationships you've had and how, to, how like, specific people have impacted you. And I talked about, like, kind of surrounding yourself with, like... The groups. The, the groups, environment. the environments and stuff like that. So... I don't know. It's good, dude. It made me realize a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, one thing, just to wrap it up real quick, that I want to bring is, like, my little brother, Kelly, like you mentioned, bro. Like, 
uh, it's just me and him, you know, like, and you had nobody, and I was, like, lucky and fortunate to have him, and, like, the relationship that we have with each other Mm -hmm. is, I don't know, man, I couldn't have asked for, like, a better relationship, you know, with a sibling. Because you guys mesh pretty well. Yeah, like, we just, we do have our indifferences and stuff. Which is pretty normal. Yeah, Yeah. which is normal, but, like, like, we're able to, like, work it out. Like, we, dude, even though we're, like, I wish we were closer, you know, as far as age difference, because we could have spent high school together, college together. We're like at that perfect like four year mark mm-hmm. where like as soon as I'm done with high school, he comes in. You yeah. Know, as soon as I'm done with college, then he comes in. You know, and so if we didn't have that, like I think we would be like cra- a crazy ass duo, <laughs> bro. Like in whatever we do, you know, fucking shut up. Yeah, dude. Like we would in every aspect. Yeah, like sport, business, anything. You yeah. know, but. Yeah, I'm just grateful for him, dude. It made me realize a lot. Yeah. Know? I'm not going to go into detail, but shout out to Kelly. Hey, Maybe bro. we'll get Kelly on another episode. Yeah, he's he's not very... Uh, he doesn't like to be that. He's hesitant. Yeah, yeah, he's hesitant. But we'll see. Yeah. Maybe one day. But yeah, let's... Uh, let's wrap this up. Wrap this up. It's uh, about 11.30 p.m. Good episode, man. It's our latest episode. Until the next one. Yes, sir. Good night. Bye, yeah. man. Enjoy this last beat from Rhythmatical. Later, guys. You know, so if you look back, look back at your environment, look at the people that you surround yourself with, how do they help shape you as a person? There's so many things to consider when you look back just to how someone becomes who they are today. Let us know what you guys think. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Make sure you guys stay tuned for the next one. Peace.